Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Free and unfettered by rules. Yep, no rules today. Crazy town. So the purpose of this No Rules Podcast is to talk about the new cheese. Yes, the aged cheese, but new cheese. Yeah. <laughs> new aged cheese. So I guess you should go first. Tell us about your road trip. Well, the other day, I got up at 4... Went to the airport, flew to Charlotte, got in a car, drove three hours, picked a, car, a dog up, and then drove back to Key West. It was a 36-hour trip. That is a very concise description of the process. It was a, it was a lot of driving. Um, it feels not that different at this end than driving up and back down. <laughs> where we picked up uh, Manchego wasn't actually that far off from where we picked up... Uh, St. Patrick. St. Patrick, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like actually not near our home, <laughs> not near yeah. our house. No, that's right. Middle of Virginia, well, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. I comma, mean, you actually, did, I don't think you made it to Virginia. You got him in Tennessee. Was it in Tennessee? Bristol, Tennessee. Bristol's right on the border. I may have crossed the line. Maybe. The pla- the meeting, the drop spot for the Tennessee? cheese was, was on the Tennessee <gasps> side. I was in Tennessee the whole time? Mm-hmm. I thought it was... I thought I felt more Virginian, but it was more Tennessean. <laughs> Man, I feel bad. I did say the Bristol Speedway from the outside. It's a big, giant building. Like, it looks oh. like three football stadiums, one on top of the other. That's that wow. big. Like, it's Roman Coliseum looking big. Damn. Yeah, for cars to drive around. Indeed. Loudly. Yeah. But they, I didn't see the cars. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. And, and I drove back, and I had to... Figure out how to treat a diabetic dog for a day and a half, which was, that was really my adventure. The driving is fairly standard. So let me give the health rundown and then we'll talk into that. Yes. So uh, Manchego, nay Toby, (laughs) is uh, 13 years old, golden retriever. His owners just couldn't take care of him anymore, but seemed to have loved him very much and done their best with him. But he's got some complicated issues going on. Yeah. Uh, so he's diabetic. He's our first diabetic dog. Yeah. He's blind because he has cataracts, which likely were caused and grown by the diabetes. Uh, yeah. He's got real problems with his legs working or not working. Yes. He's, uh, he's worse than St. Patrick when we first much more, Much worse than St. Patrick. He's worse than St. Patrick was at the end. I mean, he walks like five steps. He's also much heavier than St. Patrick yes. was, which kind of compounds the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not fat. He's like normal weight. Yeah. Uh, he probably weighs 75 or 80, I would guess. He's just not as ridiculously lanky as St. Patrick was. Yeah, St. Patrick was easy to carry around. Well, he also wasn't the golden. <laughs> uh, he is more with it. He's not super with it, but he's also, I mean, you know, we've had him for 24 hours here, so he's still likely kind of freaked out. He's probably um, still like, how many dogs are there here? I keep smelling different ones and new ones. Yeah. Um, and his blood, his diabetes is currently unmanaged. Uh, so his blood sugar, it's supposed to be between like a hundred and like 200, maybe 250. When Jared was finally able to check it, and I'm sure we'll tell that story. Uh, it was just listed as high. The, the blood glucose meter was like, I do not go that high. Yeah. And then I think the next morning it was 749. This is, these are not good numbers. <laughs> That's a lot more than 200. I was very worried he was going to die, but it turns out they don't. Me? Two. They don't die if it's that high. I mean, 
They can in the long term, but they're not short term going to die with it that high. We learned a lot about diabetes, or at least I did. You may have known it all. No, if I had known it all, I would have told you how to do all of this stuff. We were mm-hmm. like learning from YouTube, <laughs> yeah. like me on the phone going, hang on, I'm watching a YouTube video on how to do this. Yeah, I think someone said, did you navigate or did you, did I let you navigate? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I suck at navigating while driving. I mean, I mean, I mean maybe I do navigate for you. I could suck at navigating in general, but I definitely suck at navigating while driving. I mean, it didn't happen on this trip, but GR Dad will often call and be like, there's a backup here. Please tell me where to get off and where to get back on. Yeah. And then I will give him directions. Over I the think phone. it's safer. Also lazy, but it's much safer because <laughs> I don't have to fiddle with the GPS or the Google Maps while I'm driving. I agree. But also it's much easier. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, Manchego's previous kind of diabetes management was he would they would check his blood sugar before every meal and then they would feed him and then based on what his blood sugar was they would give him his insulin dose yeah which is not actually how it shall be done with dogs it turns out um you said it's the way people do it people will do that they check their blood sugar a lot i mean now a lot of people have those things you'll see on their arms the continuous blood glucose monitors you'll see like a little square stuck on the back of somebody's arm wow that's what that is oh um, it transmits, presumably. Yeah, I think you have an app or like some kind of device that'll pick it up. And I mean, some people without diabetes get them. Like I've seen them with people with the gym. Turns out, if your pancreas works, you don't need those. Your blood sugar kind of stays in the right zone because your pancreas works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they people check their blood sugar all the time. But with dogs, basically, you're supposed to feed them, give them the same amount of insulin every 12 hours, and then like once a week, check their blood sugar to see how they're doing and then if you adjust the amount of insulin they're getting then like you check it the next week and the next week and so it's kind of you know by week mm-hmm. uh and but we you know we didn't know any of this and low is really bad high is bad you can die from low Im- immediately yeah <laughs> and, right and uh if it's high over a long time you can get diabetic ketoacidosis which basically your body starts breaking down like its own muscles. Your body starts breaking itself down because it's not getting any blood sugar. And then that creates ketones, which go to your brain and cause damage. He does not have that. He, we got him checked for that last night. But yeah, so we're, could you see what he's got in his mouth? Is he shredding something? Just a, like a floof from the outside of the tennis ball, but guac detached. Well, that's I think it's something. just a floof. Yeah, he that's seems engaged. Yay. The first thing he's kind of playing with. Um, so yeah, you know, we just got him and it's like, okay, well, this is what they've been doing. We don't know any better. So we're going to do this thing. So poor dear dad has to do a blood glucose test. Uh, I mean, I have used a blood glucose monitor once like 20 years ago. I don't, and, and they're all different. And me never actually never. never. So, you know, we're talking through, all right, here's how you do the <laughs> pokey thing to like get the blood. No, Dear, first, first I like push a button and it's, oh, it adjusts the date and the time. I'm like, I don't need to adjust the date and the time. What does the other button do? Oh, it says off. I, this doesn't help. <laughs> like there's just two buttons and neither of them are helpful. So then Jared Dad's like poking himself, you know, oh, like yeah. let's figure this out. You know, even if we're not going to, it doesn't matter if our reading is accurate on Jared Dad. Like yeah. let's just figure this process out. Because I'm not happy about getting blood out of the dog. Like that's mean to the, I feel bad for the dog. So I'm like, I'm going to test it on myself. <laughs> so we're like trying, I'm like, okay you know poke yourself and then put the strip on there and then jam it in the meter and then it turns out this is there are ones like that 
But this is one where you put the strip in the meter first, and then you touch it to the spot. And Zergirdad also was using the wrong side. Yeah, let me set the scene, right? Please do, yeah. It's like 8 p.m. I've been driving since noon. It's I've been dark. flying since 4. It's dark. It's in a rest stop. Trucks are, you know, 40 yards away idling. And, you know, there's like street lights, but not above me. It's pretty dark. I have like two big giant boxes of mull and and food and cans and like a hundred needles for insulin, yeah. four vials of things, you know, other drugs. I'm in the front seat. Uh, Manchego, Toby is in the back seat. And I've had like, I've spread it all around. I have like, you know, the needle box where <laughs> behind the steering wheel I have, you know, like the... Sh- the little strips, you know, in the middle part where you put your drinks. And I got, you know, the meter in front and I'm trying to deal with it. I got my reading glasses on half the time in case I'm missing something subtle. There's nothing subtle. And then I'm like trying to poke myself with the little pokey thing, which is like Mm -hmm. one of those things that like pricks you real fast and then pulls the needle back out. Yeah. Yeah. It really works really well on fingers. I'm doing that and then like the lid of that flies off and I have to <laughs> get out and walk around and check to see which like seat it went under. Oh jeez. And it's like it's just it seems like it's taking hours. It, I think it took hours. I think you were stopped for It was terrible. Almost 2 and hours. So then oh and I have the phone with you on FaceTime and you're like it's too dark. I can't see anything. I'm like yeah, it's really dark. <laughs> you're right. I wasn't saying it was dark. You were holding stuff too close. He <laughs> put it like right up on the phone and I was like, well that's completely out of focus. Like, <laughs> it pull was, it back a little. It bit. was a logistical circus act. And then I'm like, okay, like let me look up, you know, this model of glucose meter and this kind of strip cuz sometimes you have to program like the strip oh yeah because you got an error message saying the code didn't match and it turns out that's not a thing we were just doing it wrong but it i mean it took us probably 45 minutes to just figure out like how to use the thing and meanwhile i was very excited about pricking my finger i must have pricked it like five times and been like (laughs) oh there's more blood i'm gonna smear on this test test strip maybe i'll this end there's one rounded end there's one square end. i'm like i'll put it on the square end and then jam the square end in the meter and then it's like error i'm like man and it's getting sticky in there for my blood <laughs> so i was like oh well, let me get some more blood out of my finger <laughs> it's like so you've got this look at that bloody strip. Like bloody finger and strips and i mean i went through five strips it still wasn't working it was still giving like error messages mm. and stuff turns out you have to put the strip in first yeah and Which then it works yeah. and then it sucked it up yeah uh and so then you had to poke the dog. Where do you poke a dog for it? Like they say the inside oh of the God. ear flap. I, I poked his ear, I think, four times. Poor and I felt guy. terrible. Yeah. And not enough blood came out every time. And I was like, okay, how about the the like pad the, that's the above the pad. dew claw? Yeah, the wrist pad. That worked okay that time. And, yeah. it, and then I got a reading and it said, hi. And I was like, oh. And well, I was like, oh, no. So I had to call the emergency vet. Yeah, like our nice. emergency vet, the one who did Parmesan surgery, like she has a new emergency clinic like, poor dude you're off the scale with i gotta have to fill two vials full of insulin i'm like hey, oh my god dr faith is he gonna die she's like no and then she like sent i mean she was great she was on the phone with me for like 20 minutes she sent me all this stuff to read yeah um but basically she's like no if, if it's really high like that it's probably been that high for a long time and and he's a you know we want to get it under control but he, he's gonna be fine so then i'm you know needles give me the jiblies which is a weakness i admit but it is what it is and so I had to administer insulin to him, too, and I felt bad. I was, like, apologizing to him, too. He, he didn't seem to notice or flinch or be very traumatized by it. But no, I, I, gave was, him his, I was traumatized. I gave him his insulin today. I've got no 
difficulties with needles at all. I've given myself plenty of shots. I got no, oh, no I can't issue. believe you gave yourself a shot. I'm like getting a little bit weirded out just thinking about that. <laughs> Mine were hard too. You had to put them like deep in the muscle. Dude, His just go under the skin. It's give, it's weird. I don't like it. So I just give him the shot and Jared has like, you know, if you like pull this little thing up, then you can just kind of jam it all at once. And you don't have to see the needle go in. I was like, I don't, it's not I a don't problem. care that they, they see the needle go in. It's not a problem you have. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so, I put, yeah, so I did that in the evening in the car, in and the then car. and then had to bring him into a hotel. And he doesn't do he doesn't walk. He doesn't. Basically. I mean, he'll walk five steps and then just not. And then he's done, and then he flops down, which is which is Vood's trick too. Um, and so I had to carry him up three flights of stairs in the in the hotel because otherwise I would have had to carry him all the way down the long hallway, up the elevator, and then all the way back the long hallway. Like the stairs were at the back next yeah. to the room, so he was. It was a. Uh, it was an experience. And Jared, then in the morning, luckily, I could do the insulin and stuff in the room, and I knew which buttons to push. Yeah. Jared Ed sent me a video of the hotel room, which is a thing we do. We always send each other videos of our hotel rooms. And and he's, like, panting. He's like, okay, I'm here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And then, then, like, he caught himself in the mirror, and he was all sweaty. And I was like, is Jared Ed having a heart attack? Like, what's going on in there? Nah. I was like, no, I just carried him up three flights. It was stairs. really, and it was like warm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't fit sitting in the car too long, and the whole thing was like very stressful. So anyway, then the, you guys got home. Yep. Uh, you did the intros. Everything went fine. But he's blind, right? So he's, he really doesn't know what's going on. Um, but he was okay. He's not like super freaked. And so... Um, are like all the vets down here are booked out like a couple weeks so we took him to dr faith who has the emergency clinic so it was actually the, there's two doctors there the other one is her partner uh dr jason so he's actually the one who saw parmesan last night i brought him in at like seven they're still doing like the curbside thing for covid so basically they took him out of the car and then they just everybody like the tech and and dr jason just kept coming to the car and then like talking to me for like 10 <laughs> minutes in the parking lot and i'd be like what about this what about this what about this yeah that's good um so basically his, so his blood sugar was still high but it was like 350 which is i guess better than 750 it's possible but i high. measured badly too um and he has glucose in his urine, which is common if they have unregulated diabetes. But kind of everything else is fine. All his other blood levels, everything was good. So uh, we started him on a food called Glycobalance, which is like a prescription food for diabetic dogs. That essentially, it's, it doesn't have a lot of like sugars and stuff. So it breaks down like more slowly over the course of the day. So it releases... Like from the food you get, you don't get a big spike in your blood sugar. You kind of get a slow release over the course of the day. So that's supposed to help. And then we've got him on like the regular plan. So they took his blood sugar. It was 350. So now for the next week, we're just, we feed him every 12 hours. As soon as he finishes his food, we give him 22 units of insulin, the same amount every time. Yeah. And then next week we will check his insulin, his blood sugar again to see, and then talk to a vet so i've got to get a bunch of vet appointments because we're going to have to kind of have them in basically weekly for a while we should almost block a slot every week and then we'll just, just like have, a standing we'll have a dog meeting. to fill it yeah we'll just like okay <laughs> yeah, next true. wednesday we'll need an appointment well for what dog we'll see we'll see, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. someone's gonna eat something or someone's gonna have a weird itch or Not you know bank's gonna have a, have a hot spot or something we'll bring someone in yeah. trust us otherwise we'll just pay for it it's fine yeah <laughs> let's put us on a subscription that's what yeah, it is that's right um 
so yeah, so I, I went up, they didn't have the prescription food at like the emergency clinic, but they had it at our normal vet. So I went up there and got that. So dinner today, he's now officially on like proper diabetic diet. Um, his other, his previous owners were trying very hard, but I think no, nobody told him. I mean, I don't right. know if there, if there was a financial issue, but even if there wasn't, nobody to- seemed to have told them this, you know, put him on this prescription food. They look, you know, they left us a whole bunch of notes. They're, you know, they're really sad that they can't keep him, but they, I think physically aren't able to, uh, but they, they were like, you know, it seems like his blood sugar does better if he has this thing with it. And we, they sent us a case of green beans cause he's yeah. green beans, green beans. And some more green beans. Um, so they were really trying with him, but I think, you know, probably didn't have like the most sophisticated I mean, vet if, care. If they, they couldn't ho- hoist him around and heave him around too, it's hard. Yeah. So we have uh, a help him up harness coming tomorrow. We've used the cheese wagon. So, yeah, I I mean, I can pick him up and, like, move him a little bit, but I can't carry him around like GR Dad can. And uh, so, yeah, basically, like, I'll take him down in the elevator, and then I will pick him up and put him in the cheese wagon because he, he's got, like, some cuts on his pads. I think the rocks really hurt his feet. I bet. Um, I've been thinking about maybe putting some booties on him. But uh, in any case, now I take him out of the elevator, I put him in the cheese wagon, wheel him up into the grassy part of the front yard, and then take him out, and then he can walk around in the grass. And he does, like, do all his business fine. He likes grass. Yeah, he likes the grass. He doesn't explore much. He kind of does his business, and then he takes three steps, and he's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I put him in the cheese wagon and bring him back up. The cheese wagon is, like, one inch too long to go in the elevator. <sighs> that, was, that was a mistake. I, I almost want to buy another wagon that's, like, a tiny bit shorter because then we could just put him in the wagon up here put the wagon in oh we should the elevator bring it down that yeah. would be an awesome process like just like dock the wagon in yeah. the elevator and take it out that i put it cool. in and i was like oh i'd like it just barely won't close we'll have to get another like a you little said wagon. it's the tires out like it's nothing i can just cut off and we can't remount the tires there's no way no it's just they, there are smaller ones that would work so I should I should get one if we're going to be doing this. It's just a balance, right? You want it big enough for the dog, and it's it, you know you don't want to smoosh the dog. Yeah, then we'll see. I mean, once he gets the harness, like they those help him up harnesses are really sort of miraculous with how easy it makes it to hold them, but also to support them, yeah. right? Like his back leg doesn't work, so there's a handle. It's basically got like a front harness, sort of sort of like what you walk with, and then there's a back leg harness, and they click together in the middle. Um, but you can kind of hold the handle on the back part. It's like a and luggage. Hold their hips it's up. like a bag yeah, for luggage. You pull, you can, and you can hold him or pull him up, right? Which is what he needs to help. And once he's standing, he's shaky, but he's okay. Yeah, I mean, I could pick Queso up yeah. with her help him up harness, and, and she was a lot bigger than Manchego. Yep. So, um, so that's coming tomorrow. I mean, that's like a knockoff one, and then the rescue sending us a real one. I got something else for him coming tomorrow too. So. We're going to get him set with that. And then I talked today, Jared, they actually interrupted us when we were making a cameo. So I had called the, an animal eye clinic. There aren't any in the Keys because there's no special animal specialty mm-hmm. stuff in the Keys, but there's one in Miami. So it's about three hours away. And so I called them and I was like, look, you know, I've got this dog. He has cataracts. We would love to see about getting him cataract surgery if we can. So then he can see because I think that'll make a huge difference for him. Even sure. if even they can only fix one eye. Um, I'm like, but look, it's a three hour drive. Could we make an appointment where you assess him? And then the same day, assuming he's a candidate, do the surgery. And so they left a note. And so we, we got a call back today while we were making a cameo. And I talked to, for a long time, talked to the doctor. She was great actually. 
and uh, it's actually a more complicated process than I thought. So they do the initial check, but then they also do like an electroradiogram of the eye more. and ultrasound of the eye. They do a whole bunch of stuff to figure out what's in. So it's like an all-day process to figure out if they're a good candidate. And then, and that's only on Thursdays that they do oh. that thing. And then they also do their surgeries on Thursday. What is it with Thursdays in, in Florida? <laughs> it's like the only day we get stuff delivered down here too. Uh, so it would have to be kind of, you know, one week and then another week. Oh. But then they need to recheck him the next day. So if we do do it, they would do it on a Thursday. And he'd stay there all day. But then I'd stay overnight in Miami somewhere and bring him back the next God, day. Under normal circumstances, you'd be like, oh, great, dinner in Miami, awesome. But now but we'll it's see. not so awesome. I mean, so they were great. Um, but, it, you know, and then you have to bring him back every week. So we'll see. The, th- the main thing is... She says he has to have his diabetes has to be regulated before we can do the surgery, which of course makes sense. Um, and it's not right now, but I was like, look, this is our first diabetic dog. I'm like, I'm really good. I understand the medical stuff, but I have no experience with this. I'm like, how long does it take to regulate it? Like, I don't know if it's like I've given him this one meal and now his diabetes are regulated or if it's like next year, yeah. maybe his diabetes will be regulated. She's like, well, it, it varies from dog to dog. I'm like, look, just <laughs> like is order it a year? of magnitude. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like it could be a couple weeks. Oh, that's not terrible. That you go in and they, they do some test at the vet. So um, so maybe we end up doing that. You know, I was hoping it would like, I had my fingers crossed that like, maybe next week I could bring him up there and they could do the whole thing. It'd be really nice to have him you know, know. be able to see. So it won't be that fast. Um, it could be in a month. But I'm also thinking, you know, depending on when Jared can get vaccinated, um, that maybe we can go up and do it in Maryland. We've had, you know, really good eye surgeons oh. up in Maryland. Jasmine had a, a really complex eye surgery, and they were great. I know they do this surgery. Um, so we may be, you know, that may be an option, too, that if we're up there for, you know, who knows what we do. If we go up for a couple of weeks, then maybe he could do it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just there's a lot more options there. Sure. So we'll yeah. see. It's not mile marker zero. It's yeah, and it's not three hours right to drive oh, yeah. twenty minutes to the clinic. Um, so it depends. All depends when you get called for vaccination. Not holding my breath. It's it'll be soon. I mean, you're qualified in D.C. now because you work there. Um, What's that gotten me? No email. <laughs> no hope, text. I signed you up for the list like. A day and a half ago, you're, you're on the list. So a day and a half, what? unacceptable. I know, uh, but it'll be soon. I know it'll cascade, and then I mean, it be... may be a couple of weeks, right? Which like seems like forever, but easy it's not for that me long. to say as a as your fully vaccinated wife. Yeah, lord it over me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it it could be a couple of weeks, and then you can get everything taken care of. That'd yeah, be nice. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, it's a little uncertain, but it it's an option, and it would be really nice. Like I said, even if they can just do one eye so he can have a little more confidence, yeah. um, that and would it's, be great. And it's been 12 hours, right? I mean, we've just yeah. gotten him. He's, he enjoys sniffing the other dogs. He finds it very interesting. Yeah. He, he, was, he didn't have any dogs around him before. No, I think he had a cat in his house, and, and he was sort of friendly with the neighbor dogs, they said. But, uh, yeah, he you know, he slept pretty much all day. Uh, yeah. But... Last night and tonight, you know, he spent like five minutes kind of perked up and sniffing around at the other dog. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, but he's really mellow. 
and, and on one hand, like, I wish he were a little more with it. On the other hand, it's really nice to get in an old mellow one again. It's been a long time since we got, like, a sweet sugar face like this who is just, like, really he, sleepy he does old look man. Jasmine-esque. A little bit queso, but I think his face is more like jasmine. A lot a lot of jasmine, yeah. but also some queso. It, it's sort of what I think Hops is going to look like. Oh, you know, no. She gets to be 13. She, he's a tiny bit darker than Hops, but his face whiteness is kind of the same. Hops, you're not going to get older. Hops. Hops. She's, no. Her face is so white now. I know, but she's got so much less brown everywhere else, right? I guess. Still. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a little cheese. He is a very complicated medical case i mean the diabetes are the main medical issue for him yeah but the blindness in the he's got really advanced arthritis in his spine and his legs so his mobility's bad but the blindness makes that much worse because he doesn't want to walk into anything um so those two things it's really hard to move him around i mean we're kind of we really are just sort of wheeling him around because his point. answer is also to flop he just right? he just, flops, he just becomes on, flops boneless down. chicken you know, and just, yeah. and so then he's hard to pick up too because he's all floppy. Yeah. Like, help me. Vink helps me when I try to ventilate. Help. She helps yeah. me. Vink, Vink, she helps me. You're just flopping around. He's yeah. like, yes, stop picking me up. I was good down there. <laughs> so anyway, that's the, that's the new cheese. He's a good, sweet boy. Things were getting a little boring around here. Yeah. I know. We had like three straight weeks where it's like, everybody's fine. Don't stop bothering us. Yeah, they have. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother us. There's some, there's some instruction they give you if you're like rock climbing or something or, you know, alpine, doing alpine stuff. That you, you're only supposed to move one limb at a time. Yeah. Like have three anchors and just move one. And I was thinking about that. That's sort of how I live my life, right? Just have everything anchored down and then just carefully move one. You just like let go with all four. I'm like those like, speed climbers. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. I'm leaping. You're gonna you're gonna make a lot more progress. But holy fuck, it's terrifying. They're like barely attached. They're just like pew pew pew. And they're like you're mostly like, in the air. The oh, time. we got like a new refrigerator. We got new furniture. We got like a project for the elevator. We got a new dog. We got a new dog. <laughs> the house is in a lot of chaos now. It's a very we're in, in flux in many ways. We did yeah. So we yesterday so yeah i need a space to i need a gen space that will be not infiltrated by anything to work and go can't touch uh, kind of yeah because i got an office in key west that i thought was going to be this i went space. there once and you were like fuck it it's not that's, mine anymore that's not what happened kind of <laughs> it's not what happened one it ended up that we both kind of sometimes need a place that's not here to go do work and like take calls and and stuff that's not going to be TV interviews. I mean, let's let's rank them in order of importance. My stupid stuff. I haven't done and any TV you interviews like there. TV interviews. <laughs> I haven't done any. <laughs> but TV you have a, important needs. Uh, but we have both needed the space, and Gear Dad's sort of more than me, uh, which is fine. But it's not that you went there once and it wasn't mine. It's that I went there once and then there were like Jared had chocolate bars in the drawer and there were like cups in places. There's like, here's a McDonald's coffee cup sitting on your desk. Like for I, water for the dogs. I, none of it was bad, but I really needed an, a minimalist enclave with that just could be a place that's like peaceful and I could focus. Yeah, I turned it into like some kind of 747 cockpit. It was more just like a place that like a regular person is working, which is fine. Like nothing you did was bad or gross, but like I really just need a space that's like, it's not going to have any stuff in it 
except like the very bare essentials of what I need. And I can have like a relief from the like kind of chaos of everything else. And so that, and it's totally fine. Like we both needed, that's a space that we both can use and it's useful for that. And that's great. But I was like, look and go, I need a space that's like nothing is going to come into. And so I was like, how the hell are we going to do this? I'm not going to rent another office. And also I don't want to do that. So I came up with what I think is sort of a brilliant solution. Why are you laughing at my brilliance? Because I thought that renting the office was a pretty brilliant solution too. Yeah, well, huh. there's stuff in there. Now, somebody else's stuff, your stuff. Um, it's fine. <laughs> so I am turning the guest room into my space, but we need a guest room because like our dog sitters stay there when they come. Yeah. Uh, not that that's happened lately, but it's going to happen. But the, the room is not that big. Like the bed takes up most of the space. Right. So I found a basically like a Murphy bed slash desk. So it's kind of like a... Um, a wardrobe it's the width it's the size of a queen bed though because there's a queen bed in it so it spoiler clo- there's a queen, the queen bed, bed folds up into it and then there's just a cabinet a white cabinet on the wall that looks like it's a cabinet that's got doors and stuff that open and then there's like a desk part like a desktop that flips up and little sides that flip down so you've got a desk attached to oh, yeah. the this, front of that cabinet, cabinet. Oh. and then basically you just kind of fold the I think the sides kind of slide out and the the top of the desk flips down and then you can just pull the bed down. And so it's got like a regular bed frame. Like I, I did a lot of research and so the reviews say it's super comfortable. Like it's it's we're using the same queen mattress that we have now and it's got like a nice kind of the little springy like rib looking slats yeah, yeah, that go yeah. in the base. So that that's going to go in there and then I'm going to take my nice puffy chair out of the office in key west and bring it here and then i'm going to keep that door closed and nobody's allowed in there yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great but so i bought this i bought the thing the murphy bed slash desk which got delivered on thursday in four giant boxes it's a complicated i think it's got to like hang the mattress and oh rotate my God, it's, it's so a, big i haven't seen it i just see the boxes but they're it's like putting a whole bed in there it's massive yeah it's massive uh it's so i haven't obviously have not started putting it together yet oh my god is it gonna be a you disassembled the other bed which is pretty amazing i i that was easy but yeah this weekend you this weekend we have to like we've got like a steel adjustable like tilty bed frame that came free from the mattress place but we got to move that out i can't carry that and then i got to put the I can't imagine how long it's going to take me to put that Murphy bed thing together, but whatever. There's like hydraulics in it. Oh my God, it's going to take such a long time. It's going to be piddly. I could do it. Uh, yeah, you could. I could. I'll bring a dog in there and I'll do it. I mean, we. I mean, a sign of the quality of our relationship is that we can put furniture together. Together. Yeah. And we don't we yell did at for each your, other. For your office at that one time. Well, all was, the furniture here we put together. That was real stressful though. Which? The office furniture thing, because it was like we had to recycle all the big giant boxes. So like we did an IKEA trip, and they loaded stuff into my car that I didn't think would fit into my car. Remember that? They were oh, like, my Maryland office. Yeah, yeah, our office office. Yeah. And then, like they, 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 the guy at IKEA like did a Tetris thing, and, and he goes I, like, "It won't fit. There's no way it's gonna fit." And, and the IKEA <sighs> guy's like, "You want to let me do it?" And he goes like, "No, there's no way it'll." There's fit. no way. It's never gonna close. And that that like, trunk's not gonna close. And then all of a sudden, it was like 
Zoop, zoop. I'm like, Ingo, just, just let him try. I think he does this all the time. He's like, of course. He took some stuff out of boxes. He like slid things in weird corners. It all got in there, though. It was amazing. That was when then we had to bring it all up. So it was like big bookshelves, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that was a process. And it was like, it seemed like the middle of the night. It was probably 6 p.m. But it like it for me, dark. it was like middle of the night. Yeah. Um, anyway, but we can put furniture together, comma, together. Yeah. So that's... So we got that delivered on Thursday, and then we had bought a new fridge because we don't have enough fridge space just for carrots, if nothing else. Yeah. In Maryland, we got a second fridge just for the carrots. And, and frozen peas. Green and, and the beans, green beans. Grown beans. Green beans. Uh, we needed to replace the fridge here anyway. Yeah. I mean, uh, the stove is fine, but the fridge and the dishwasher both needed to be replaced. So we, did, we finally, I was just like, let's just do it. Let's just get the new fridge. So that came today. And so there's like big furniture boxes everywhere now we got a beer fridge downstairs i could put beer in there you should oh <laughs> you can take that case of beer that's in my soon-to-be room out yeah. of there yeah and put it in the fridge I, you got it excellent i will do it and i will drink that beer that's a good plan yeah it's good yeah i, I like it so uh, yeah none of none of this is bad or even especially interesting but it's just our house is in a lot of chaos there's like dog stuff now, cans of stuff, dog food, green beans, like insulin drugs. needles, all kinds Those of weird drugs. And then like boxes of stuff, some open, some no, not you, open. You walked over before and you're like, I'm going to put the sh- used sharps in here. <laughs> like used needles. The dirty needles are going to go in here. And I was yeah. like, oh, we're entering a new stage of medical. Yeah, we sure are. Medical, you know, dreams for the dogs. Nobody else gets insulin. Quit looking at me. Yeah. No. So everything's fine. And, and look, it's good that he has not brought chaos. He's brought a lot of work, but he hasn't brought a lot of chaos. Yeah, because he, he, so. he's been sleeping and the dogs are fine with him. Yeah. Nobody has, has seen it as an opportunity to go crazy or anything like no. that. No. That's no. more what I'm worried about. I mean, nobody's going to be mean to him. They're just all going to be like excito. Yeah. When, when Voods came, there was a lot more chaos. Mm-hmm. Voods, Voods has a lot of chaos in him. Yeah, he's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there you go. That's the Manchego update. Yeah, that's a major, a major update. Yep. And he's in, I mean, this is, we're not looking to adopt him out. He's a hospice care. Yeah, he's for sure staying. Um, all right. Well, there you go. No rules. Did not pick up any groceries. We, I thought as a joke, I'd get some Whole Foods groceries <laughs> or something, but. Did you bring like, even like any combos? Sometimes you come <sighs> back with combos. Yeah, I didn't get combos this time. I got other snacks. Yeah, I had combos. Pizzeria but, but, pretzel combos. But we used them all up. Yeah, oh, well, that's good. Between the two of us. Because I, th- I still thought that giving yeah. that low blood sugar is bad. So you give a dog, you give someone, you know, like slight snacks during the day so their blood sugar doesn't crash. That's it's, the one other thing to, to mention. So I was asking the vet last night, you know, okay, so we're putting him on this diabetic food. We're going to feed him the food every 12 hours. We're going to give him the insulin right after. And I was like, what about snacks? And he's like, well, you know, until we get him regulated, no snacks. He shouldn't eat between his meals. So he can't have any snacks. It's not a diet thing. It's not a weight thing. It's a, it, it will mess up the metabolism of insulin, right? Yeah, that basically like it, it can make the blood sugar go up. And at least until he gets stable, like eventually he can, there are certain, you know, we'll have to watch which ones it is, but there, he would be allowed to have some snacks. But as... Yeah as he gets it stable and we just want to make sure that like the dose of insulin's right and everything right. no snacks but so it's not like with anything. foods or something where we're doing yeah. weight maintenance so if 
you know, people suggested this, right? Like save some of his food and give it to him as a snack. That's not, the point is just that he's not supposed to be digesting food for those 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. So. I got to learn. Everyone, mean, else like, get, everyone else gets more snacks. Yay. Yeah. But like no waffles, like all the normal stuff we do, we can't do with him. Yeah. Yet. Eventually Yet. we'll figure out a way. Um, yeah. Tried to make those stupid keto waffles for voodoo. He may end up with a keto waffle because, well, you know, doesn't, but not yet. Not until Give him an stable. egg when he's ready. When he's ready. Yep. Eggs are the miracle food. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else to add? Um, no. No, this will be interesting. Sure will. He's only going to get better. I think I have I high hopes that he's going to sleep for a week and then, like, start coming into his own a little bit more. I hope so. No. He's a good, he's a sweet, sweet boy. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. Got that sweet white face. <laughs> Indeed. All right, well, until next time, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, don't. Wear a mask, too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>